Hello, this is Jesse. Jess, what's going on? What do you mean? What do you mean? What's going on? Well, uh, where are you? Yeah, we're all here. We're waiting. Who is? Who I think is we that? lost it. That was Tiffany. Tiffany. This is Mark. Yeah. This is Kyle. You know the the podcast. We have a podcast that we do every week. It's, it's called, called Beyond yeah. Beyond Belief. It's on. <laughs> it releases every it's Tuesday. 90s cult show. Uh, I'm looking forward to tomorrow's recording, guys. I got to say, I've got a lot of really cool uh, ideas mm. for where we can take season two. Uh, December fifth uh, is when we're. We're d- we're premiering now. Yeah, it's December. Yeah, it's 5th. December fifth. Yeah, we're recording today, not tomorrow. Well, definitely today's the fifth. But I remember when Mark and I had our last phone call. You know, Tuesday, December sixth. Wait, today's Tuesday. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's Tuesday, Tuesday, December fifth. Yeah, sure. not sixth. Yeah, we ordered you chicken pad thai like always. I mean, we're eating it because we've been waiting a while. We got hungry. You can't blame but... us. All right, you know what? Totally my bad, guys. I'm so sorry. Just start the show without me, and then when I get there, I'll kind of jump in. Okay, sounds good to me. I, I, yeah, that'll work. Fine. Fine. Mm-hmm. Let's do it. How hard could it How be? Hard you you walk down the hallway, yeah. and then you say a line. Yeah, exactly. yeah like, Come on. Chris, you're okay doing the long, creepy hallway bit, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I, I have can't. the shoes that I can Perfect. use. Got it. Jesse's famous clogs. Well, let's hit it. The naked truth needs to put on a robe. Let's oh, bring it down. Bring it down. Sorry. That was very okay. announcer Okay. I sound like Omac. Yeah, yeah. But it's <laughs> like, like a, it's, it. it's a perverted kind of thing. I don't know if we I'm should in- be Oh, the robe one? Yeah. The ro- yeah, uh, yeah the- okay, fine. I'll just I'll just try another one. That's no problem. Okay, ready? Here we go. Mm-hmm. Just walk back down the hall and come back up. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, oh my God. Of course. No, of, of course I'm going to get to like, redo the walk. Of yeah, course. that's just that's what Jesse does. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. to make sure. Whenever it rains cats and dogs, I miss the days when it rained water. (laughs) Nailed it. You are about to enter a world that blurs the line between fact and fiction, where truth is clouded by imagination. Five stories, some are real, some are fake. Join us as we play along with a television cult classic and go beyond... Beyond Belief. Hello, and welcome to Beyond Beyond Belief, episode number seven. I'm Jesse Chapman. Joining me are my co-hosts, Chris Newth. Hey, guys. Kyle Maddock. That's a fact. Tiffany Persifka. Hey there. And Mark Wahlberg. Hello. (laughs) (laughs) Every week, (laughs) what was that? (laughs) What? That's just how I talk. Uh, What do we do in this show? We watch the late 90s television show Beyond Belief, Fact or Fiction, and each episode of that show contains five stories. Some of them are based on real events, but then others, they just completely make up. And what we do in this podcast is we watch the entire show and we play along and we want you guys to play along as well, guessing which uh, stories are true and which are false. It's a whole lot of fun. It's a little game show. We've made it to season two. And yes. here, we here we are. It is a whole lot of fun. It's, yeah. it's fun because these stories are so wacky and goofy and kind of off the wall that it's just fun to discuss and figure out. There's a lot of changes in season two, uh, noticeable in the stories, which we'll get to eventually. But the biggest change I think that everyone can pick up on from the open is Captain uh, Picard. What's his name? Whoa, whoa. William Riker. William Riker. That's <laughs> what I meant. Number Means nothing one. to me. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Jonathan Frakes is here, guys. I am so excited about this. I am a huge Star Trek fan. Jonathan Frakes is, is my the- hero is the brand new host of season two of Beyond Belief, and he finishes out the show. So season two, three, and four. 
And goodbye to James Brolin. We did say uh, a sweet farewell in our last episode, but we are on to less trench coaty things moving <laughs> forward. Yeah, he actually wore color. Yeah, today. that's true. Frank, mm-hmm. so he had like a light baby blue shirt on nice. underneath his like beige sports coat. Very comfortable, very Someone casual. Was noticing. What, what else I was he wearing? What, what color else? were his eyes, Mark? <laughs> Whoa. He just seems like he's having so much more fun. Right. It's a tough show to host because... Some of these stories are just ludicrous. We talked about this before, but even when the stories are fact, we have to ask ourselves, what does that actually mean? They're fact, you know, because some of them, you know, defy physics and defy mm-hmm. plausibility. But where I felt like Brolin leaned into the kind of like eye rolling mm-hmm. aspect more, yeah. Frakes is more like, this might be possible. Yeah. You know, I would be willing to bet that he's a little more open to kind of like okay, the just possibilities. The paranormal. The I think so. He's a believer. Let's talk real quick about some of the other kind of practical changes for the show this year, the production value seems to have gone up a little bit. Um, there's a set. Yeah. There's a, there's a, a set where instead of, you know, James Brolin would walk out and kind of a, a soundstage void, a black box theater, basically there's now a home, like almost like the set of like clue. It actually looks a no, lot it, like it's the Ripley's set. believe it or yes. not. Is that what yeah. you were going to say mm-hmm. that with, uh, was it Dean Kane? Yeah. Dean Kane. Yeah. It, it, I feel like it's the same props just slightly shoveled around. Uh, before we move on to the actual show, I, I do want to make a special mention. Guys, we have a store right now. We have merch. We have merch. We've got, Swag? what do we got? What do we got? We got a, Slap it we on. got yeah. tote bags. Tote we got bags. mugs, coffee mugs. We got mugs. We got baby onesies. We got onesies. We got baby wipes. Uh, no, <laughs> I don't we, know. We, we didn't get the wipes. You didn't get the wipes? We, we thought it, we, it was weird. Well, you know what? It's a weird suggestion. We do have hoodies. There's some really cool stuff up and we're going to be adding more and more stuff and a special shout out to Kyle Hickman at Kyle Hickman Art on Instagram. Incredibly talented artist did what appears to be a, a drawing by a five-year-old, but he's actually much more talented than that art just can possibly describe. It's so creepy. It's really creepy, and it looks very young, and he did that intentionally to make it look like a right. child drew it, but his artwork is very cool. And if you guys have any suggestions about like things from episodes that you'd like to see made into merchandise, shoot us an email. Info at beyondbeyondbelief.com. We'll get on it. We'll make yes. some stuff happen, or tweet at us or something. Does anyone check the email? And I don't think so. this is the, the holiday season. Uh, think about sure. your family. Think about your friends. Think about yourself. Doesn't think your about mom your... want a Beyond Belief throw pillow? Pillows. Pillows are amazing. Everyone wants a pillow. If you want a pillow or a coffee mug or t-shirts, check out all the stuff we have on our Beyond Belief store at beyondbeyondbelief.com slash shop. Enough about merchandise. Let's go ahead and fly into the first story, oh. which is called The Plane. I don't get it. I hadn't landed at this little airport in a long time. And watching you run up like that, it sure reminded me a lot of your father. Yeah, I think about him all the time. Your dad was a great guy. One of the best pilots I ever saw. Yeah, I still miss him. Hey, uh, Michael. What's wrong? Somebody taking your plane? Right off the bat, it felt like they had a level of awareness of ramping tension up in a way that I've not really seen before. Hmm. It felt more cinematic or something. Cinematic? It... It, it was it was the equivalent of Dunkirk for this show. <laughs> there are practical effects. It was Nolan-esque. Why don't you let us know Whoa. what happened? The main character is a pilot. His dad died in a plane crash. Before his dad died, he gives him a pair of pilot wings. The pilot lands at a private runway, and he gets out, and he goes to a little cafe at the airport. And as soon as he gets in, he's chatting with the guy who runs the cafe. The plane takes off, and they don't know who's in the plane. It's flying all around, and then it immediately does a nosedive into the ground, explodes, 
and they're freaked out. They run over to see who's in the plane. They open up the door. It's on fire. No one's in the plane, but the pair of pilot wings that his dad gave him are sitting in the seat. And then on the runway strip, he realizes that his plane was leaking oil. The spirit of his father, I guess, took control of the plane and crashed it so his son wouldn't die. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. Even yes. that yeah. recap had tension. So let's talk about this. Did this happen? We all want it to have happened. The, this kind of shows like um, the potential for kind of the supernatural to protect us and make us feel safe yeah, and change I, our destiny and all this stuff. Definitely a ghostly element in this. So I want to hear from Chris okay, about so, this one. So Chris, um, if you had to analyze the ghostly world. Now, for people that are just finding our show, Chris loves uh, the supernatural and is a huge believer in that stuff. And some of us are, to a greater or lesser degree, more or less skeptical. It didn't it's, happen. Oh. Whoa. That's 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 the truth. So Whoa. here here's the thing. I didn't think it was going that way. This story <laughs> this story is essentially saying the spirit of the guy's father flew his plane, like took off the plane. Didn't it, it, Jonathan Frakes did say? Uh, could it have been an autopilot? The autopilot <laughs> doesn't take the plane off. There, <laughs> that's it, did no, some, it did a couple loops. It is not barrel rolls. Yeah. Well, it, it wanted to save his son's life, but it also wanted to do a few fancy tricks. <laughs> Give the audience a show. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. This isn't a Google airplane or something from the 90s chris what if that's just a stretch of the truth what if it just (laughs) no 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 no, no. (laughs) what this isn't a google airplane from the 90s what are you talking about (laughs) i'm saying i'm just what i still have to explain the jokes no i I, I legitimately didn't know what you were talking about oh oh, i see okay There are so many other ways for the universe uh, or the uh, the uh, the afterlife or however you want to say it or see it. There are so many other ways for them to give signs to this guy that the oil's leaking. I, I, this goes back to the idea of like, I don't believe in ghosts because I think that the rules for why they communicate the way they do are radically complicated. The ghost rules? Yeah, the ghostly rules. Yeah, like if, Way too complicated. Yeah, if a ghost was going to intervene, just like don't let the plane start. So what if what if the whole flying bit was uh, was a fictitious part of a f- true story? That is what, a large element to make up. What if it just like rolled down the runway yeah, and that's like, what I was hit a ditch and blew up or something like that? <laughs> um, <laughs> there are lots of ditches in runways. Well, so, I mean, it kind of rolled off the sure. runway into a ditch. Right. But one, well, the most <laughs> dangerous airport in America. <laughs> no, not a ditch in the actual yeah, runway. Fifth, on the side of the runway. Okay. 50 <laughs> chance of a runway or a the, ditch. The, the, all the pilots at that runway are like, we got to pull up before we hit the ditch. We're almost to the ditch. <laughs> they have known about the ditch for six and a half years, and they have not. God damn it. Fill the ditch, Gary. There are cutbacks at this airport, okay? Gary's been fired for 40 years. That's why the ditch isn't getting full. Yeah, what if it just rolled off down the runway well i'll say this i'll say this one of the it things was on a giant cliff like in goldeneye <laughs> jesse knows what i'm talking what? about oh i oh i do uh shaken not stirred the 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 air the airplane thank you one of the things that kyle likes to point out is even when a story's true has the retelling of the story kind of been elaborated yes. or embellished and in what ways might we actually believe this story um, it's, it, ju- it's just like a Hollywood movie where they're like, based on a true story. Okay, they take a little bit of a true story and then they twist it, they Hollywood, they uh, dramatize it and everything and add stuff to it. So they took uh, a plane rolling on a on a 
on the tarmac and they changed it into it mm-hmm. takes off, <laughs> it does some loop de loop. Yes, absolutely. It takes a spin around. Hey, they um, need viewers. But, you know? <laughs> yes. People absolutely. need to come back to the if show. It just wait, the show off. needed to kill wait, the show needed to kill two minutes, so they were like, let's have this plane ride. <laughs> Possibly. I mean like they can't just have a plane roll away into a dish. Yeah, because that's a boring story. But if you add the fact that it took off and flew around and then blew up. What Ooh, I would, it gets a little bit more exciting. What I would love That's is, just writing. Why Chris? even have the plane like run down the 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 ditch? Why not just have it sitting on the on the cement and then it just tips over and, <laughs> and bursts into flames? That's like. <laughs> I mean, I love that. This is the time where we now try to lock in our predictions. Mm-hmm. So, do we think it's fact or fiction? Let's go ahead and find out. First up. Tiffany, what do you think? God, I'm on the fence about this one because it's so ridiculous that part of me can't help but think they would want to start off with something this bizarre and crazy being true. But at the same time, I just can't bring myself to say fact. So I'm going to say fiction. All right. Mm. Kyle. I'm going to go fact on this one. I truly believe uh, it didn't take off and fly around and just roll down the runway. Fact. All right, Mark. Uh, I'm also going to go fact. I don't know. It's sweet. It's a sentimental story. It's pretty simple. I think the kernel of truth is something that's also very explainable. I'm going to go fact. So I'm up next and I'm going to go fiction. One too many loop-de-doops in the air for me. (laughs) It never took off. Chris. I have to go with the logic I know. And the logic I know says that ghosts cannot take planes for joyrides. We're going to go with fiction. (laughs) This is the point where we've all put in our predictions, but we also flip a coin just to see if we can beat random chance. Fiction. Uh, Come on. The coin has spoken, and this story is going to be revealed at the end of the show, along with all the other stories. What a tease. (laughs) What a tease. That is the format of the original show, and we are going to keep in line. So if you want to find out if this story is fact or fiction, tune in, stick with us, play along as well. Let's go on. Yes, please play along. It's fun. It is Trust fun. Me. So let's go ahead on to the next story of today, which is called The Gun. Pew! I knew that sooner or later, Tom would want me to learn how to use his gun. Oh, Tom, no. Mm-hmm. no I'll just end up shooting myself. I know it. No, this gun only shoots bad people. Is that what your father told you? Mm-hmm. And you bought it? Well, sure. He was a cop. He wore a uniform. He carried this piece. I... I'd be nuts to challenge him. Why is it that every female actor cast in this show has the same haircut? It's that, that soccer true? mom haircut. I swear there's no woman in this show with long hair. Is it the 90s? I was going to say. Is it the wow. casting agent? That yeah, makes sense. It's true. Then. So, Kyle, what happened in this story? <laughs> this story is about a couple who live in a neighborhood where there has been a crime spree lately. The husband has a gun and he wants to show his wife how to use it so that she can protect herself in case someone breaks into the house. So he is gone one night and she indeed wakes up from sleep thinking she's heard something or someone in the house. She exits out her bedroom with the gun in hand, sees someone at the bottom of the stairs, pulls the trigger, pulls the trigger, pulls the trigger. The gun never fires. She finds out that this is her son at the bottom of the stairs who has returned home from college. The gun never went off. She wasn't able to shoot him. He runs up, they embrace, she's so distraught, she drops the gun onto the stairs, and as it bounces down the stairs, it fires off several random shots and hits a stranger. Burglar. An actual burglar. So, yeah, the gun didn't go off. Uh, The husband beforehand told her that it only shoots bad people, so 
indeed only shot a bad person in this story. Yeah. Can I talk about an element of sexism in this room that happened just a Wait, in the ago. podcast room? <laughs> yes. Whoa, call in the HR. Po- so now Whoa. we have this... Please, Neil, we, explain sexism we, to us. Oh, yeah. Here, here's, here's what I'll do. I'll tell you. We just <laughs> talked about how the women's hair in this show is weird. Did you see the guy's hair? We were going to get there. He yeah. was... Okay, first of so all, he had a, <laughs> he had a uh, like, imagine a mullet from someone who's bald on the top, but has just a... It's like know, a blonde fuzz. It's almost like enough... Yeah, yeah. It looks it's like, like... Doc from Back to the Future. Right? It looks like it's enough there to make it look <laughs> like a cafeteria <laughs> lady's hairnet yeah, that exactly. he's wearing at all times, but he has the... <laughs> it's disgusting. And, and yet, well, we can all agree it's repulsive. Yeah. It was a little, now, I would... Yeah. Just to Cut clarify the sexism... Uh, I said that they all have soccer mom haircuts. Not that they're bad, that they're just the same. Okay, sure. Okay, cool. I, hey, Tiffany, how do you, now. Tiffany, how do you feel about that? I, oh. would, I would really prefer to change the subject. Okay, I'll change the, <laughs> Whatever. Su- I'll change the subject to something you'll love. <laughs> the husband says, No, no, my father always maintained this gun. He got very little use. He always kept it perfectly clean and greased. He did, did he? <laughs> and then he waits a beat. And smiles, and you could tell. <laughs> you could tell what, Chris? <laughs> that he knows exactly what she's talking about. <laughs> it's such a sexual innuendo. <laughs> um... And wait, it gets better. Go back. Oh, I sure hope it does. <laughs> Can we also play the clip where she wakes up from a nightmare? Because I have a feeling that sound also. Is a little. I, we could reenact it. Uh, I would rather play I the will clip. Not. <laughs> oh, 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 it was. It's all right. There we go. React as though you just heard it. Oh, oh my yeah. god. <laughs> Guys, can we please talk about whether this is fact or fiction? What is happening? <laughs> okay, no. Leave it to Tiffany to bring us back on track. Okay, I'm going to say I'm going to say right off the bat, the end of the story to me screamed fact. Then when the gun slips out of her hands, falls down the stairs true lies style like Jamie Lee Curtis losing a machine gun and shoots the burglar, that's immediately when I was like this has gone one step too far for me. She blatantly said throughout this whole story, she does not know how to shoot a gun. She goes once. She still doesn't understand how to shoot a gun. So I feel like her then not being able to shoot the gun, that feels like a co- it, crazy coincidence. It, it just, it's a story about someone saying they can't shoot a gun, then not being able to shoot a gun. What do you think she about... Did, uh, she did fire the gun one yeah. or two or three she, or four too many times once she saw the sun at the bottom of the oh stairs. Oh, yeah, that was just it was just It was like, it was like click, she click, click. Shooting. The lights turned on. The sun's down there. And he's like, Mom, it's me. Click, Mom, click, Mom, click. Mom, click, Mom, click, if you could please click, stop click, firing at me. She definitely click. looked like she knew how to shoot a gun then. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she, I think she was trying to kill the sun yeah. to cover up the fact that she never got along with She him. was working mm. with the burglar. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. It was an inside Accidentally job. killed him. <laughs> All right. Let's go ahead and lock in our predictions. Uh, first up, Tiffany, again. <laughs> Come on. Yeah. It's random. It happens. It's Sorry random. about that. Whatever. I mean, this one is a lot better for me because for the, the reasons I stated before, I feel like it's a crazy coincidence, but I think it's completely plausible so i'm gonna say fact all right next up mark uh i think it's fact there's a weird kernel of truth in there but i I think it's truth all right i'll go next i'm gonna go fiction because i really like the idea that a gun kind of mysteriously protects someone but i don't like the idea that there was a burglar actually in the house i think there's just is it possible yes 
I just don't think this actually happened. I, actually, I have one more thought, and it goes back to what you were saying, Jesse, about the burglar coming in, and that was one too far. But that's also, if you think about it, what sells the story. Because if not, it'd just be a woman. A gun jammed. Yeah, a gun jammed. <laughs> and like no one would hear about it. So yeah, I do well, think you need that in the story, even though it could be writery, and you could be right, but you need that. Like it, you can't. Totally true. It, yeah. it does, if there was a burglar, and if that actually happened, I just don't think it happened. Yeah, we'll see. I'll probably be wrong. (laughs) Chris, what do you think? I actually agree with everything Tiffany said, like word for word. So I'm going to go fact as well. All right. And last up, Kyle. I am also going to go fact. And I believe I have a feeling this story falls into the very simple story that they tried to add a lot to and make it more complicated. We named that theory. So I'm going to go fact. All right. Our predictions are locked in. Let's see what the coin predicts. Fiction. Sorry, guys. The coin's on my side. No. All right, let's move on to story number three. This one is called The Portrait. See, because the other ones, we did the sounds of the guns, and then this one is the sound of painting. For renowned landscape artist William Corzine, his foray into portrait painting produced a strange power he never knew he had. All finished. It's very lovely. You can take delivery on Wednesday. Wednesday? Would you like me to postpone it? I just didn't think it would be so soon. This story starts off. The premise is already supernatural, like right off the bat, and then it adds yet another twist. So this story is about an artist who, whenever he paints someone's portrait, they pass away. And so he starts getting clientele that are, you know, sick or terminally ill that are going to pass anyway. And he sort of does this as almost like a Dr. Kevorkian-esque procedure. And one day, a younger woman comes uh, knocking on his door, wants a portrait done. She dies as well. And then the police come looking and saying that she wasn't sick at all. In fact, she was just depressed because she had broken up with her boyfriend. And it was, you know, she's a young kid. And so he feels so bad that he paints his own portrait and uh, kills himself that way. It's a cool story. You know, the whole point of the story is that he killed someone who was only in, in their 20s and not terminally ill. And I feel like I would probably require some sort of like doctor's note or <laughs> right. Like you're going to require some sort of like verification. Well, like, didn't she say, uh, you know, I heard about you through X person. Yeah. And then he was yeah. like, oh, oh, okay, that means that's my sign of I should. Well, what, yeah, what I, don't I don't understand know. and what they never really fully explain, which I kind of understand why they don't. But how do these like deaths happen? Like why would police officers, because he supposedly died of a heart attack, what they said the next day or you know, when he was found. Why would police come to him if she seemingly did die from some sort of natural cause? I mean, I know she's 23 and she's healthy. That's a great point. So maybe they're going around just being like, this doesn't add up. If they have no evidence of foul play, which you'd assume his power, would it leave any evidence? My hope for this story was going to be that she was murdered. No matter what, like oh. whenever you paint someone's portrait, they die of some cause. And I think that would have been a little bit more, I would have been like a little bit more heartbroken in a good way. Like, oh my God, this is so tragic. But the fact that they mm-hmm. didn't say how she died, it was kind of like, well, did she die of a heart attack? Yeah. Yeah. Like, I'm a little... I had to assume that these people died in a peaceful way. Yeah. Like, they're they're going out and they're, maybe some are dying from cancer or different or painful things. And then they're like, I need to go out on a, I need to go out less painfully. Mm-hmm. So they learned of this guy and his power. They go to him. But, I mean, he had a heart attack, and as far as I know, heart attacks hurt. 
Yeah, they're not. They're not a. <laughs> they're yeah. not like a. Yeah, nap. like your body. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it seizes the, up and everything. Yeah, the power is so convoluted. And what a fun it, story! It's fun. You know, it what a fun. It's poetic. Here, here's so many people die. Fake. You know, here's what's so <laughs> terminally ill. <laughs> a weird part to me was uh, at one point he's walking through his studio or whatnot, and he has, still has a bunch of the paintings. Which is weird in its own thing because he would have should have sent it to the people who were going to die. At the well, I think the process, it was but, pick up only. Okay, and they never picked it up. Oh, so they never picked they it up. Pick up only. I got you. So, um, <laughs> so he's got all these paintings of people who. I mean, if we are to believe his power, because he knows he's going to save on shipping. <laughs> Jesus. So he's got this wall of paintings of all these dead people painted on his wall, and the police officers are going to walk sure. in and be like. Okay, like, <laughs> aren't the cops going to be a little suspicious? Or That's, when yeah. all the when all the uh, police officers or different ambulances start noticing that all these dead people in town seem to have these paintings that but may be pe- from the same artist. Yeah. Like, How are the cops going to be like, oh, I bet all these people are dead because we know all the people who have died in the vicinity. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I have a list here in my pocket. With well, it pictures. All, it all depends on the size of the town they live in. I mean, But it doesn't so, matter because no, nobody can have this power. It's not <laughs> true. Exactly. It's fiction. That's my guess. No, 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 hold on, hold on. It's not even about powers. What about the self-selection bias? You've heard of this? It's where... You have a terminally ill condition. You hear about this uh, guy who does this. You go to him because you know you're terminally ill, and then you end up dead. Yeah, you were terminally ill. For every painting that he did that someone ended up dead, there's probably two or three other paintings that they didn't die. And I don't think that the story would have to say like – How much did he charge? (laughs) I really think he'd be a great villain. The painter. Oh. When we were watching the actual episode, the voiceover said he had one more portrait left to paint, his finest work yet. And then Mark said, it's a banana. (laughs) So we draw, he paints the banana and then we see it cuts to the banana and then it just like disintegrates within seconds. It just shrivels up. It's very sad. Or it could have just, it could have just, it was such a beautiful reveal where the camera swooped around to see what he was painting. It would have been great if it was like a stick figure with a happy face. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. All right, guys, let's go ahead and lock in our predictions. First up, Chris, what do you think? Fact or fiction? I believe in some weird stuff, but this is ridiculous. It's fiction. Kyle. Fiction. I'm going to say fiction as well. The reason being, it just feels so complete. And uh, life is a little more random. <laughs> I don't know. There's just something so written about this to me. But I really do like this story. Yeah, it was, it was nice. Tiffany, what do you think? I am also going to say fiction. And this is going to be one of the ones that if it is somehow based on something true, I'm going to be incredibly annoyed. <laughs> we'll all hear about what it. What a threat. Oh, you will. We'll hear about it for weeks. Mark, what do you got? It's tough because I feel like our theory usually is if it's sweet or it's sincere or it's simple, um, those usually are fact. But I'm completely with everybody else. This does not seem like it could ever happen. So fiction. All right. What does the coin predict? Fact. You've given those a real flip. That was a horrible flip. I'm giving hey, you know a what? terrible flipper. Go you know home, what? coin, you're drunk. You know what? The flip <laughs> is the flip. All right, guys, let's go ahead and move on to it's our fourth story. That's not one story. of the stories. The flip is not one of the stories. <laughs> That's an old saying. The flip is the flip. <laughs> From James Brolin. Story number four is called The Pass. So, Dad, being that you work here and all, how about checking me out and taking me home? Sorry. One more day, kiddo. Hey, I got to go pick up your mom and Chad. Sleep tight, son. All right? Later, Doc. Later, Mr. O'Donnell. What are you doing? Dad shouldn't leave things just lying around in his coat pocket. You stole that? 
who is this actor? Why did he look so much like the lead singer from Sugar Ray? I mean, it was the hair. It's 90s. the nineties. It's the nineties. I, I had frosted tips yeah. for real. Put yeah. that on the website. Wow. Wow. <laughs> Link in the show notes. Link Mark in Wahlberg. <laughs> Mark Wahlberg. I had frosted tips. Yeah. All right, Mark. What happened here? So there's two friends. Um, well, they're not friends. They meet in a hospital. We're kind of uh, hearing the story told through one character. The other one has a heart murmur. Um, his dad's a doctor at the hospital. The main character steals a hall pass from the dad, or not a hall pass. Um, <laughs> sorry, an all access. So when pass. the hospital security says, "Excuse me, you can't go to the morgue," do you have your hall pass? Yeah, my computer lab teacher or, signed it. Okay, because otherwise you're going to detention. So the main kid steals the doctor's uh, all access pass. <laughs> so now it's a movie pass. <laughs> it's more like a concert. It's like a Kesha concert. Oh, okay. So they can go behind the scenes to get it's the just doctor's a security scene. badge. Maybe we should go over the story point. He was so sure he could do this. All access fast. All right, Mark, what happened here? Uh, so there's two friends who are in a hospital. One has a heart murmur. His dad is a doctor. They steal um, the dad's uh, security badge for the hospital. And they decide to go into the morgue. Um, they and they go in there and there's a fresh body that's just wheeled in. They look at the dead body and it's the son of the doctor, one of the kids, and he freaks out. The other kid faints, and when the kid wakes up from fainting, he's back in the hospital. It turns out that the the friend he was with died, and that the dead body in the bag was actually his twin brother who died in a car crash that night. That sounded like uh, Days of Our Lives. It sounded, I don't know. This is crazy. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's, it's a little like, nuts. This yeah. is crazy. I don't, this is it, uh, off what, the wall. What's so weird to me about this one is that they don't even try and put any like supernatural. No, it's like it's all coincidence. Strictly it, coincidence. Literally, do you believe yeah. in this coincidence? Like, but they, like, there's a lot of beyond belief stories that are just coincidence based. Oh, absolutely. But this one, and I, but here's the thing. I feel like I've heard these identical twin stories before it, it, you know, in the in the news, and I and that's why I'm kind of leaning towards this one might be true. So the 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 whole story is kind of centered around the idea that this kid breaks into the the morgue and then sees a dead body that is his twin brother, but okay. we don't know that he has a twin brother at that point. But he knows he has a twin brother. Uh, some you know your whole life, like it's not that weird to a twin seeing their twin. I feel like that wouldn't shock you as much as the story kind of made it out to. I be. think it was more like he was screaming, so we think like, oh. He's screaming because he's seeing himself, but he's screaming because he's like, that's my brother. What happened to my brother? He's yeah. dead. And then he he has a heart murmur, so he kind of has that weird heart attack and then also dies. So he he so from his perspective, he died just because he was shocked at seeing his brother. Yeah, and his heart yeah. can handle it. And he but was already creeped out. You could already tell he was uneasy being in the morgue and looking at all the stuff. And yeah. then <laughs> to see a mirror reflection of yourself dead is just uh Yeah. What are what are people thinking about this one? I'm this just one curious because it's so coincidental. Yeah. If it's true, like, it's very weird if it's fiction it's like what a weird moral to the story which is uh if you do something really bad like enter a room you die yeah there is no moral kind of uh reasoning behind mm -hmm. this so twins guys twins is such a hey we're in the writer room let's do a yeah. thing about twins twins, twins is like the easy way out of so many mysteries and different whenever different i am at a party that i I feel awkward. I just go twins and I walk out and it <laughs> always works. It. Yeah. It's very strange. Yeah, and it's really weird. People I also talk about it. I also think morgues in general. Like it's oh, well, you're gonna have a morgue story. Because you know, like, all these you know? <laughs> there's like all these like old. But don't like, you don't you also feel like um twin stories in real life kind of are a little strange and those stories get told a lot? Yeah. That's like fair. our psychic mm -hmm. connection. I hear yeah. a lot of psychic connection stories between twins. But 
if that were the case, then like the son would have, I mean, the twin would have known his other twin was dead with the psychic mm. connection kind of thing. Why if we're going with that sort of story. And also, why was this story reported? Like, I get it's a crazy coincidence, but it doesn't seem like something that would have been so crazy. It would have been like written down. Like, I don't know. I feel like maybe the nurses would have been like, can you believe it? The son died when he saw his twin yeah. in the morgue. I feel I mean, like, like that's... Who, who would actually report it, though? Like, where would, where would this be written down? It'd be something the that they would tell. Hospital? They would talk about it, but then like... You would hear how, that news story. Yeah. Really? I think so. I, think I just don't know if you would or Local De- news. De- De- local De- news. De- yeah. Death of twin causes death of other twin. Coming yeah. up next, what is in your hamburger that you don't know <laughs> will kill you? <laughs> the, the writers say that they've gotten a lot of the stories just by reading newspapers mm-hmm. for the show. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Apparently none of you have read the Beyond Belief Wikipedia page. No, wow. I, I actually just added that to the Beyond Belief Wikipedia page <laughs> just to see if you would believe it. Well, I did. So I could get more right than you all right guys let's go ahead and lock in our predictions first up mark fact or fiction i think i'm gonna go with fact on this one it's in a hospital a lot of people can tell the story i feel like the hospital's ones are usually fact uh yeah so fact tiffany what do you think i'm really on the fence i could see this happening it's also one of the few ones again that isn't supernatural and so you don't really have that thing that you're questioning i guess i'm gonna say fact all right i also think it's fact i think that it is a crazy coincidence a lot of unsolved mysteries about twins. Mm-hmm. All right, Kyle, what do you think? I am going fiction on this one. Absolutely. I. It's just so hokey to me. Okay, Kyle's fiction. Chris? I am going fact as well. I just think it's very plausible, and I feel like I haven't heard the specific story, but I do feel like I've heard similar-ish stories, so fact. All right, let's go ahead and flip a coin. That's a good flip. Mm. Fact. Of course. All right. Very interesting. This one was a no-brainer. You guys are all wrong on this one. I know. We're all over the place. Next up, the fifth and final story of today's episode, The Caller. This is Clive Kincaid, and you're listening to Kincaid All Night. Is this Clive Kincaid? No, it's Ricky Ricardo. Whatever drugs you're on, why don't you up the dosage? My question's about your son, Robbie Griffin. Who is this? It's me, Dad. It's Robbie. Robbie is dead. He died last summer! The intro with Jonathan Frakes, he's wearing headphones and he's like doing his own podcast and it looks <laughs> shockingly similar to our podcast setup, yeah. which I think is a sign. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Mm-hmm. That he should come on. No, 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 no. Just a sign that we have similar recording equipment. Oh, oh sure. And, yeah. one oh, okay. of, and one of us will go crazy. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Speaking of crazy, Tiffany, not that yes. you're crazy, but oh. tell us about this crazy story. Thank you for the clarification. I appreciate it. Speaking of crazy, Tiffany, yeah. here's your medication. Yeah. <laughs> All right, what um, happened here? So there's this very abrasive, popular radio host who is recording one night, and this caller comes on that he thinks is crazy, that he keeps trying to switch off, switch into different channels, and no matter what he does, the caller is still there. So our radio host is like, fine, I'll just engage with this crazy caller, who then reveals himself to be the radio host's son. And the radio host explains that he did have a son that was a result of a one-night stand that died the year prior. And that's when things start getting even more like kind of supernatural. The radio host starts like breaking down. He locks himself in his booth. He starts seeing things. Like at one point, there's a a baseball mitt. There's a tennis ball. All these things that the other people at the radio station aren't seeing. And it pretty much ends with the radio host like curled up in a ball, shouting at the ghost of his dead son about how he never wanted children. And the people at the radio station just looking on. But also a lightning strike hit 
the radio station right as this call came in. So there's technically no record of this call ever happening. So there was no call from the sun at all, but he heard it and he was the only yeah. one that heard it. You know, this, uh, this story actually reminds me of a story that we had covered in the past in season one about the guy who's on the witness stand in court and he starts seeing a ghost and to other people on the outside, it looks like he's going crazy, but he's claiming that he had, you know, experienced some kind of paranormal activity. Yeah. Yeah. I feel yeah like but- that's the thing about stories like this is that, I mean, if he really was, you know, dealing with all this guilt of never getting to know his son and, you know, the son dying, you could see that mentally breaking someone in a way that all this could be plausible yeah. due to his, like, mental stress exactly, and his mental right, health. Exactly. And I would say that there was something that felt weirdly specific about, like, a radio host and how this all came in. Like, this could have easily been someone who just picked up a phone and the phone call kept ringing. So the fact that they specifically said radio host and they worked that into the story made me feel like it was possibly more true. I just feel like I would have heard in the past, like there's this huge, you know, radio talk show host that basically went crazy and then never to record again. How many times have you guys listened to a very powerful voice or a very uh, outspoken person who you disagree with and you just listen to them and you literally say to yourself, what the hell are they talking about? They're are you crazy. talking about what Chris just said just now? They're crazy. You're, you're, Chris, like, <laughs> you're listening to Chris rattle on. And so uh, you could see something getting under the skin or maybe he heard something or one of the callers right before the calls cut out that got under his skin. And then he just goes off on a tangent, starts yelling random things. And, and the phone lines are all out. There's nobody talking to him anymore. And everybody's like. This guy's crazy. Mm-hmm. What's he yelling about? He's going. He's, he's going wild. I mean, it sounds perfectly plausible. This guy's to going me. wild. This guy's go- he's gone wild, folks. Maybe you should get a morning show. I also feel like, I mean, just because he had good numbers or he was relatively popular, like you wouldn't know a lot of radio hosts like in Random City, USA. Like I don't yeah. think yeah. he's supposed there's a to- lot of local. Yeah. Oh right, the the show did say that he was about to get syndicated because he was picking up a lot. Yeah, of Yeah, this momentum. was a guy from Seattle. Even I feel like I would never have heard yeah. of this guy. I was starting to think fiction but now you are swaying me to think fact. Oh, I'm definitely feeling that it is similar to the lawyer one, which was fiction. Yeah. but No, I thought that one was fact. No, No, it was fiction. fiction. Oh, we all thought it was fact. We all thought it was fact. Because it easily could have been true. And and that's the thing. And then Tiffany had said, like, this probably still happened at some point. And Mm -hmm. I think that there's something about the specificity. Courtrooms, we've all seen Law & Order, but I think this actually happened. Or could this have been in a time when Howard Stern was incredibly popular and people are like, well, let's do a story about a radio talk show host. Is circa 2000 like peak Stern? He was here? <laughs> yeah, well, definitely. I mean, he started in the late 70s and early 80s and I feel, uh, you could fact check me on this, but I think he was huge in oh, the 90s. we will. In the 90s, <laughs> We was, will fact was... check every bit of this. <laughs> this does fall under the he's been dead the whole time, if only for several moments. Yeah. I'm a big fan of the he's been dead the whole time. Uh, he's been dead element. since the last It's summer. a very weak link, but I'll, I'll give it to you. Mm-hmm. All right. The weakest go- link, you might say. Uh, well, with that, a current record. I only like to reference things when the show was out <laughs> from that same time period. Ah. Are you afraid of the prediction, Chris? First up, yes. what do you think? Uh, Fact or fiction? You know, I was almost going to be swayed towards facts, but I am going to stick with my original feeling, which is this feels very out there. I'm fiction. I think that it is a radio host having a mental breakdown and it being witnessed by the people in the studio. And that is it. Fact. Mark, what do you think? I've already said fact three times, which isn't but always you, a good if indicator. If you switch just arbitrarily to fiction now, no, I, you might get this one wrong. Can I mm-hmm. ask just as a kind of an aside, do you guys normally decide based kind of how you voted on the other ones? A little bit. Not a lot. 
I still will try to analyze or go with my gut or something. Yeah. I feel like this one felt fiction. So I'm going to go with fiction. All right. Sounds good, Kyle. I am definitely going fact on this one. Uh, much in the same vein of you, Jesse, I feel like this guy either had a mental breakdown or something got under his skin and he just went on a huge rant. Um, so I'm definitely going fact on this one. All right. Next up. Last up, Tiffany. I am also going to go fact. I agree with Jesse. I think it was some sort of mental breakdown over the grief or over the guilt. Um, but I'm going to say fact. You guys are crazy. Wait, so Chris, you said crazy, fiction? crazy, right? Mm-hmm. Crazy. Cool. So, we're, so two. So I wasn't the only one. Yeah. yeah let's no, see what. No, no. Let's see what the coin thinks. Yeah, absolutely, so. the coin. Fiction. It is that time. We are going to go ahead on. I'm excited. Oh, he's very excited. Yeah. We're going to go this ahead. This is my on... favorite part of the show, you guys. Being right. <laughs> Well, you're going to have a bad night. (laughs) We're going to go ahead on to the results of this episode. But first, we do want to take a quick second to thank our sponsor this week. Chris, what was going on for last Friday night with you? What were Um, you doing? I stayed at home and watched watched Hulu Plus. (laughs) You have Hulu Plus? You pay for that? (laughs) Wait, who's sponsoring this episode? Not Hulu Plus. (laughs) It's a great product. Everyone should get Hulu Plus. (laughs) Okay. <laughs> yeah, okay, you're at home watching Hulu Plus, but what, I mean, what did you really want to do? Um, I would have loved to go to the morgue. I know. And it just gets so expensive. So you Mark know, found this awesome new service. This, there's this new thing called Morgue Pass. Um, oh, you ooh. guys have heard of it. You know you have. You know like what I have? I have heard some ads on. I've heard Blue Apron, Audible.com, Morgue Pass. I've yeah. heard all of these. <laughs> mm-hmm. All um, cold, all fresh. <laughs> <laughs> that is their tagline. <laughs> it's great. I have more. Pretty pass. much, you, you download the We all have okay, more pass all, in our wallets, right behind Capital One and our Ralph's cards. Pretty much, you you download. Wait, you this don't app. you don't just give the grocery store your phone number. I always give them my phone number. No, just bring the card with you. Stop being that guy who slows down the process. Okay, sorry. Back to back to Hulu. <laughs> Morgbath. Oh right, back to Morgbath. Uh, pretty much, uh, you get the app on your phone. Well, no, yeah. no longer so do I have to worry about paying a premium to go to the nice morgues. I can just get morgue pass, and I can go to literally sure. any morgue I want to for the flat and ten ninety nine a month. Ten ninety nine a month. It's, mm-hmm. There's no more, and that like includes a, the food. Morgue pass, fresh and cold. All right, thank you very much. We're going to go ahead to the results right now. So the first story was the plane. This is the one about the plane that took off on itself and crashed its own self through the spirit of a father to protect the son. All right, and as a reminder, myself, Chris, and Tiffany voted fiction. Kyle and Mark, you guys voted fact. Mm-hmm. Let's mm-hmm. find out Let's do it, Mark. what the truth is. Was this story inspired by an actual event? Yes. Uh-huh. A similar event did yeah. Fact. All right. Thank all right. You all right. Very much. That's a point for Kyle and I. This is the right worst down. start to season two that I could have had. Mark it down. Been yeah, it was being a 50 50 chance. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Not a fan of that. All right, guys. Let's go into story two. This is the gun. This is the one about the mom trying to repeatedly shoot her son, but thank God that gun prevented it. Now, in this story, I voted fiction and everyone else voted fact. Mm-hmm. Let's see what the truth is. The story of a gun that wouldn't fire at innocent people was actually based on an incident similar to this one. Fact. Yes! Yes. There you go. Sorry, Jesse. Zero for two. Oh, no. (laughs) You were starting off strong this season. You can come back. 
No. Maybe, <laughs> maybe, maybe, maybe. I mean, the best you could do is 60 now. All right, let's calm down. So uh, on the third segment of this episode, The Portrait, this was the one about the man who was able to Jack Kevorkian his subjects into their own peaceful sleep. Um, death. And uh, everyone <laughs> voted fiction on this one. <laughs> so oh. let's find out oh, no. what the truth is. If you guessed that there was an actual recorded happening of an artist that seemed to have this power... You were right. Fact. What? Whoa. No. no way. No, 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 no. Look that no, up, Kyle. No. Look that up. All right, the portrait is going on my to checklist. That's three in a row. That is. Uh, I, I'm wow. speechless. I, I. What? Who is? When? I, I'm dying to know. I'm dying to know. I have to say, I feel three a little ashamed because I, I did feel like again you, there was this. I did say that there was this element of like self-selection right. and like what if the people just were going sure. to him and just dying this also know? goes to show just because it's a really good story doesn't mean it's fictionalized it could that's be a true. really good true story and then in this case it was that's true okay moving on we're going to go to the pass this is the one about the kid who broke into the morgue and was shocked to death seeing himself seemingly on the slab now kyle you voted fiction everyone else voted fact Let's find out what I the truth know. is. I'm not feeling as confident I mean, after this last. No, you should. You should <laughs> feel because there's three facts in a row. Oh yeah, I'm Could. feeling really confident. <laughs> <laughs> this tale of a young man who confronted the dead corpse of his identical twin and then died himself. Pure fiction. Fiction. Yes. Wow. I am not Come doing on. well at all. Uh, kicking off this season pretty good. I have I gotten any of these? I don't think you have. <laughs> All right, guys, we're going to move on to the next and final story of today's episode, which is The Caller. This is the one about the radio DJ that got a call from beyond from his son. Or did he? Now, in this one, Chris and Mark voted fiction, and Kyle, Tiffany, and myself voted fact. Let's find out what the truth is. Or not. (laughs) Was there an actual story that we based this otherworldly confrontation on? Not this time. Fiction. I'm actually not that upset about these scores. 60% is No, 60 is fine. We did good. Oh, yeah. Jesse, what did you do? We're not going to talk about that. You know, part part of the challenge of this show Uh is to guess the exact opposite as well. Oh, yeah. And that in and of itself, getting every single Mm -hmm. one of them incorrect, Mm -hmm. I think is a Mm, skill. It's kind of like golfing. Let's do a quick round. Uh, Chris, how many did you get correct? I got two correct. Mm. Two correct? Okay. Not so bad. Kyle, what about you? I got three correct. Very nice. Tiffany? Kyle. I got one. Okay. Well, oh, not bad. Hey. Not bad. It's not zero. No, clearly not the worst. Yeah. And Mark, what about you? Oh, I got three. Very nice. So no one got four or five this week, right? And Jesse, how many did you get correct? And uh, yeah, I got zero out of five. But again, <laughs> you know, like I say, you know, there's a lot of responsibilities, like telling everyone the opening yeah. and like having to do all oh, the recap. Sure. You know, it's just like a lot of burden. You don't do and, all the recaps. Well, no, we but, do just like, but just like analyzing all the stories myself. Uh, we, we do that as well. We yeah, we kind of all discuss it. Is yeah. it the coin? Is the coin too much for you? That's it. That's it. That's it. Oh, Flipping the coin it, yeah. is a lot of work. My thumbs at the end of the day, guys. <laughs> speaking speaking I, of the coin, how did the coin do? That's a great question. The coin, in fact, got two out of five. So tied with Chris. Oh. So did better than me and <laughs> But I did better than Jesse. I just want to make sure that's clear. Okay, again, there's a lot of responsibility. So Mark and I tied. What do we, what do we get? What's the prize? Well, thank you week? all for joining this week. <laughs> <laughs> and until next week, this is Beyond Beyond Belief. 
Beyond Beyond Belief is produced by five friends living in Los Angeles. Our theme song was written for this podcast by David Russo, who composed music for the original series. Our introduction is voiced by Mark Winston. If you liked our podcast, please subscribe and rate us on iTunes. It makes a huge difference or whatever podcast app you listen to and tell somebody. We want word of mouth to be the main uh, force majeure. Is that a bad thing, force majeure? Just say driver, the main driver. The main driver. All the clips that you heard on this show are used strictly for educational review and analysis and are copyright their original creators. You can send us feedback, questions, or why don't you share your own story that is beyond belief? We might talk about it on the show. Go to our website at beyondbeyondbelief.com. And then we'll say whether we think it's fact or fiction. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah we'll, we'll make a whole thing of it. On our website also, you can find the show notes as well as links to us on social media. Thank you all for listening.